Crude oil getting blasted today, accelerating selling as commodity prices roll over. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? Let's talk with Kathy Kresge, joining us, product strategist for commodities and alternative ETFs at Invesco. Kathy, welcome to Market on Close. Hey, thanks so much. Happy to be here, but what a day. <laughs> yeah, it really is. WTI now is down below 96 bucks, eight and a quarter percent. Stocks are selling off with it too, as bonds are bid and the dollar's rallying. So can we interpret this uh, energy drop off as a good thing or is uh, this a warning sign? So I think it's a challenging time right now. And I think what we're seeing is this massive macro risk off, right? But this total disconnect with the micro, the micro, the supply and demand fundamentals of the market. And I think interesting today is um, one analyst pointed out that with uh, Brent down um, $8, the actual physical 40s crude, dated uh, crude, is up over $5.30. So there's a total disconnect between the paper market and the real physical market. And But we get it. Right now, I think a lot of it is um, fear of a recession. Right. You've been mentioning it earlier, right? They all commodities, right? It's not just crude. All these commodities are down. There's literally so much red on my screen. Some days, you know, when you feel like your screen's literally bleeding. So that's what I'm feeling today. Um, but it is this fear of a recession, but it's so overdone. I think people are pricing in a, a global financial crisis type recession. Um, and it's just not making sense to all of us in the commodities, in the weeds, seeing the fundamental story. Even today, we started with the IEA coming out saying worst energy crisis, seeing in Europe, um, OPEC saying that they're expecting demand to be above supply um, for energy. Like These are bullish stories, yet the market selling off very mm -hmm. strong. Uh, what is maybe the missing uh, link here? Uh, was there just uh, too much violent upside earlier in the spring for energies that has to be uh, washed out here? Is it the pace at which uh, uh, these things are developing? Uh, what, what do you see maybe as explaining why that disconnect is there that you're observing? I think we have to look back and see last year. Last year, as we were coming out of COVID, everybody was buying commodities, right? Because it made sense. It was a hedge for inflation. It was an efficient and effective hedge. And we saw people piling into our ETFs like PDBC, DBC. Um, but then the month of January was very interesting because all of a sudden, commodities were the only asset class with positive returns. So all of those people that were looking for diversification, all of a sudden, they came back in. And then in February, we had the invasion, February 24th, right? And Russia being such a natural resource country, as well as Ukraine, like that got everybody into this trade. And yes, was it a crowded trade? Maybe. But does it make sense fundamentally still? Are the fundamentals still tight? Yes. Now, I respect the China lockdowns really decrease the demand for commodities. China is the biggest buyer of commodities globally. So the fact that China was in lockdown, that made sense. But right now, I think a lot of it is fear of recession, but also the fact that we do see a resurgence of of the China story, the China lockdown, seeing different cities getting locked down again and seeing the numbers go up. COVID is bad for commodities. So maybe that's it. But I really do think it's this overall macro risk off, sell everything, whether it makes sense or not. Uh, Kathy, what about the uh, contribution from uh, producers here in the U.S. that uh, seemingly are taking a more financially uh, conscious approach uh, compared to their history. Uh, ironically, now when everybody seemingly wants them to let the spigots flow, uh, they were punished for uh, uh, that prior by markets for being too loose with their finances and 
taking on too much debt. So uh, can we expect uh, any relief there? How does that factor in the expectations for what U.S. companies will produce? I feel very frustrated for these producers because it's almost <laughs> like um, it's hard for them to win, right? Because you're right. They have been so disciplined. After crude went negative, um, you know, April 2020, they uh, we, they lost a lot of investor confidence. And so now they've been incredibly disciplined um and as they said they have um they have to invest money right to just keep those wells from degrading right so we have decline curves in the wells and they have to invest to stay constant and invest more to grow and they said the investors do not want them to grow right a lot of all of us who are paying the high gasoline prices want them to grow but they they are growing right we saw a 12 number um you know 12 million barrels per day that's up right we were at 11 and a half previously and it went down all the way to nine and ten in COVID times. So they are growing, but they're growing responsibly. And if they were to create this um, shale revolution 2.0, that would be bad for a lot of the companies, the investors, and they want to be part of this energy transition, right? As we look to decarbonize the globe, right? And so I think that they want to be part of that. They have to be disciplined to be part of it in the long term. And I, I think they're actually smart. They're actually great investments right now. And we do feel like this correction to the downside in commodities could be the dip to buy, but it's also that analogy, like be careful when you're catching that falling knife. I would argue, just let the knife fall to the ground and then pick it up. But right now, fundamentally, these markets still seem strong. As China reopens when the COVID is done, right, we're going to see rebound in industrial metals. Um, also gold as a safe haven hedge. We have a war, right? That's a great safe haven hedge, but also the problems in um, Russia and Ukraine. There, um, We're very concerned about not getting enough natural gas there. The prices for natural gas have a domino effect on ags, on industrial metals, right? That is important to factor in. We may not have enough natural gas in Europe this winter. That is a big concern, and that is certainly bullish prices. All right, nice reference uh, uh, for our uh, morning program. We talked about the same thing, looking for uh, potential uh, pipeline restarts in uh, Europe for natural gas. Kathy, really good conversation uh, and uh, love the specific focus here. Helpful for us uh, to understand what's going on. Appreciate it. Thanks. My pleasure. Absolutely. Kathy Krisky joins us from Invesco, product strategist covering commodities and alternative ETFs.